Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. محبت کا زینہ باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم نکاق دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم Seven minutes after eleven Central African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful Tuesday morning on our program, The Bliss of Marriage. Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name. And of course, our beloved Honorable Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, Hafizahullah, he will be with us from now till 12 o'clock, insha'Allah. Our engineer this morning, none other than Haji Suleiman Esop, he's looking... Alhamdulillah, he will be our engineer from now till 12 o'clock, inshallah. Remember, we want to welcome the listeners of uh, Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz uh, uh, Yusuf Asmal and company. And we want to welcome the listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah. Well, Jama'ah. Yes, uh, today is the 29th of Dhul Hijjah, 1444. Is it the last Tuesday? Hayazi. Tonight should be, or maybe might be, the first of Muharram. We will have to cite for the new moon. Ustad will give us few words regarding the new moon tonight, inshallah. Ustad, it's a beautiful morning. Welcome to the bliss of marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum wa arafat. Jazakallahu khairan. Before we start and commence, two, three announcements. Number one, inna lillahi wa inna raji'un. A person to whom I went to school were there in Heidelberg, the Gina family. So Shabir Gina passed away today, and his brother Rashid Gina contacted me and informed me that this afternoon, three o'clock, will be Salatul Janaza here at the Avalon Cemetery. So we make dua for our brother Shabir Gina. Allah Jalla Wala grant him Jannatul Firdaus Il A'la. Allah Jalla Wala grant his family Sabri Jamil. Allah Maghfir Lahu Warhamhu Wa'afihi Wa'afu Anhu Wawasim Wadakhalahu وأكرم نزوله ونقه من الذنوب والخطايا كما ينقى الثوب الأبيض من الدنس اللهم ارزق جنة الفردوس الأعلى الله make easy for him and his family second announcement as Morana announced now remember that regarding the new moon and so forth today is the 29th of Zulhijjah 1444 
So we have to scan the sky tonight. So after Maghrib Salat, look around, scan the sky. And it is around 21 hours old here in the Gauteng region. So Cape Town and that more and Durban just a few minutes less and so forth. So it's 50-50 whether the moon will be sighted, not sighted, only Almighty Allah knows. So if it is sighted, then read the dua, Allahu Akbar, Hilal Khairin wa Rushdin. Oh, Almighty Allah, make this new moon and this new month for us a month of khair of goodness warushdin and righteousness and then read the dua once the confirmation came from the ulama then inshallah then we read the dua for the new year also we just sent it out now mashallah so my brother Suleiman Esob every day mashallah prepares the dua I check it up and then we send it out so Allah Ta'ala accept it so let's read that also so, and you must try and by heart it look inside there and see Allahumma adakhilhu alayna bil amni wal imani wal salamati wal islam Ya Allah enter this year for us Ya Allah with safety security preservation of our iman our islam Ya Allah وَرِدْوَانِمْ مِنَ الرَّحْمَانِ Ya Allah, you be pleased with us, Ya Allah. So in the year 1445 also, And save and protect us from Satan, Lucifer, and Shaitan. So this is Imam Tabarani has mentioned in Mu'jama Osad. Hafiz ibn Hajar has mentioned, remember, in Al-Isaba. Like that, there are many, many books it is mentioned in. Sahaba used to read this dua. This morning alone, more than 10 people, I think, sent me. There's a dua floating around. The dua for when the old year ends and the new year starts and so forth. It starts like Allah, Mama, Amil, too, and so forth. That is not sunnah. Remember that. That some ulama, some pious people wrote. We must always draw a big distinction between that. The way people promote it, you will start thinking it's sunnah. If you start thinking and believing it's sunnah or compulsory then it becomes bid'ah it's not permissible then to read it if you read it just like that it's fine but remember it's not sunnah always look for that what is sunnah what Quran Sharif teaches us or the sunnah Mubarakah Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi taught us or what the Sahaba Radiallahu taught us so that is the best of the best all this men made to us is better you abstain from it mm-hmm. that is my advice to you so we should be very clear on these issues and we must draw a distinction what does Molana wrote and what does Sheikh wrote and what does one wrote and so forth so that we don't say it's haram or not but when you consider it and you believe it to be sunnah or compulsory then definitely it becomes bid'ah and some innovation so we must be clear on these issues here I see the question says from Africa, it says, if a male and a female made premarital intimacy and then got married a few days later, is that uh, nikah valid or not to start? The nikah is valid, but we must give both of you a hundred lashes. Both of you should be reading. Therefore, our mother, Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha used to say, Allimu nisa'akum suratan nur, that you must teach your females, your wives, your daughters, your sisters, your nieces, all of them, that teach them surah nur, chapter 24. It comprises 64 verses, and in there, chapter 24, verse 2, 
Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla states Az-Zaniyatu wa Zani Fajlidu kulla wahidim minhumamiyata jalda So remember that that this boy, male and this female who committed, remember fornication and the fornicators so they must be lashed up, given whooped and lashed hundred lashes in public Quran says and we must show no mercy to them so that is called hudud, the Islamic penal code, obviously today no Muslim country really practices on it because they fear people more than they fear Allah Ta'ala and the Muslim rulers, half of them are not even Muslim they murdered and so forth so that is where we are but that is the Islamic punishment so let's take it you understand from the start you were in school together you were in university together you became boyfriend girlfriend so that in itself is haram do not even approach and go near fornication adultery it's something obscene indecent in Islam there is no place remember for boyfriend and girlfriend and you must remember that Islam promotes a pure and a chaste society so then it went further then you started sleeping becoming intimate committing fornication so a hundred lashes must be given thereafter Quran says so the same person who committed this crime with you the lady he should marry you you should marry him so both of you are Muslim so you marry one another make sincere tawbah and if you want give one another a hundred lashes also so that will be good for you all that in inshallah Allah ta'ala but remember that's not the full punishment the full punishment is the government the authorities must do so and they must do it in public that is just for your own consumption like you know at least you're making tawbah to a certain extent someone says a nikah is coming up Ustad. boy's family is having walima however not whole family from the bride side is invited so a few days later the bride side is having a function there'll be strict parda no photography, etc. But they're referring to it as wedding. Is it permissible to attend, Ustad? Remember, all this is shaitaniyat. You must remember these things here. That in Islam, you have one function, finish and klah. So you call it, you must remember, nikah. So today I performed the nikah. Bawana Arafat performed the nikah. We're just giving example, obviously. So that is now the marriage ceremony. So now the nikah is done, finish and klah. So now that same day you want to have walima, so the banquet, the marriage feast and so forth, so that is permissible, but the proviso condition will be that the husband and the wife go into privacy, so remember 10, 15, 20 minutes, and after that you have this walima permissible. But best of the best is that today you have the nikah and then the husband and wife spend the night together. That first one where they went into privacy, you call that khalwa. Privacy you call it. In Arabic, khalwa. And remember, they spend the night together, husband and wife. Now they're halal, permissible for one another. You don't have to consummate the marriage. Remember that. They just have to spend time together. If they consummated it, very good. They don't consummate it, no problem. And the next day you have Walima and the boys party, the grooms party they will pay for it, so it's their prerogative, they can invite whoever they want to, there's no such thing that they must invite the whole and big family of the bride and so forth and so on, so that's finished 
Now we want to have another function, and now we're calling that wedding. Now what are we doing? We're making a mockery of Islam and so forth. You must remember that. What you're trying to say, that they spent time already together, and there was no wedding. So then it means they're living in sin or what? You see the consequences and all that. So there's no such thing that now the next one you call the wedding. These are all the kuffar. You must remember the non-Muslim customs and so forth. They will have a wedding and then they will have a banquet and then they will have a reception and then they will have thus and thus, all these things. In Islam, there's no such thing. So that second function for you to attend, come with all the big, big words. There will be no, uh, you understand, photography and there will be separate Separation, but that is is secondary. Your my point is this: to call that the wedding is totally wrong. The nikah is done already. The walima is done already. Finished. There's no need for all these things. It's just to massage our own ego and just to make yourself to show off and so forth. So leave all these things here. So today, one foreigner, I can't remember which country. You know, I received so many questions with Allah's help. Then they told me, please, please give me that hadith which you quoted yesterday in the in the Q&A. And uh, she said, the lady, you know, sent a voice note, that she said that she wants to, you understand, send it to all her family members. It was a beautiful hadith. So I quoted it to her and said, Inna a'adhaman nikahi barakah. That the most mazim, the greatest nikah, as far as barakah blessing goes, where the minimum expenditure is involved, hadith in Mishkat Sharif. So that is what. Now you're going to spend on this, on the wedding car. Then you're going to spend on the walima. Now you say, no, we must spend on the wedding. And the... So what's all these type of things? We're just doing, you know, tabzir. Mm-hmm. When people squander their wealth, it's not something sunnah or what you are doing doing. So this is Tabzir. Then you become the brothers of Shaitan. Chapter 17, verse 27. Let's go to Jamaston Ustad. There's a, a mummy saying that uh, the daughter is getting married this week. So I think Friday night they're having this Mendy night and they already sent the cards out. What must she do? Is it permissible to start Mendy night? So you must remember that you must announce the nikah. So Moana Arafat has a program on Friday morning between 10 and 10.30. So all of you getting married this week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, send your invitations here. Then it's good to announce it. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam said, A'alinun nikah. Announce the nikah and the marriage. Waj'aluhu fil masajid. Let the nikah ceremony take place in the masjid the hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif now the wedding will be Saturday most probably or and Sunday will be Walima or whatever the case might be say so, no we want to have Mendy night and we already sent out the cards you first send out the cards and then you come and ask the question you know they first eat the chicken and then they ask is halal or haram it happened to me in Makkah there's one mota ate the whole chicken up in front of me then he's asking Molisa Halal so I say, Baji, you, were, you want to show how pious you are after you ate the chicken. You see, so that is our so-called piety and taqwa. Mm-hmm. All these things here, I'm asking you be honest about it. That when you have Mendy night, how much intermingling will take place between the men and the women? One. 
Second one, how many videos will be taken and so forth. And then you will get one bright spark. You will say, no, let's pack it up a little bit. And then maybe the music will start and so forth. And once the music starts, then the dancing starts. How many incidents we know like this and so forth. So therefore, my advice, if you're asking me to attend, is permissible? No, not permissible. So we must be clear. You see the problem with the ummah. Yesterday I read when I finish here in the morning, then I go there to our masjid, masjid Muhajirin and Ansar. So yesterday I met the Imam Maulana Muhammad Munshi. Manshallah, mm. it is beautiful Quran. He just returned from Hajj. Today then, when I was going out, I met Maulana Randeri. Now I know the whole family. So they, his father also is my student and all of them. So they are there in Newcastle. So I tell him, oh, yeah, you also went for Hajj. Yeah. I asked him, you went with your wife? And he said, no, 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 I went alone. I said, all right. Yeah. He said, yeah, you got only five, ten children. So because they got a lot of children, I know. So he said, no, he's got five, you see. So like that, mashallah. <laughs> so mashallah, young chap, you know. So I then made dua, this, that. So why I'm telling you the story, so we read the dua when we meet the hajis. May Almighty Allah accept your Hajj. And may Almighty Allah forgive your sins. Whatever you spend, Allah, Allah give you a better one. You understand? Better recompense and so forth. The Hadith in Tabarani and so forth. Right? So that's finished. But the Shair, the poet, he gave it a good spin. And remember, he spoke about it, what's happening nowadays. So the Shair, the Urdu poet, says in the Urdu language, Hajki Kaaba ki bhi, Hajki Ganga ki bhi. The today's Muslim, they made a Hajj of the Baytullah, the Kaaba Musharrafa. Hmm. Then they made a Hajj, you must remember, of the Ganges River. It don't mean they went there like the non-Muslim, <laughs> the Hindus, they go there. They say it is sacred. And it's their business, it's their religion. But a Muslim going there, going to do haram, going back to the evil habits, old habits. So what he says, this is the line I want, you must know. Razi rahe Rahman bi, khush rahe shaitan bi. This is majority Muslim today. They want to please Allah Ta'ala, but same time they want to please shaitan and society and community and people and so forth. So the Satan, Lucifer, and his comrades and agents will be very happy. Allah Ta'ala is very, very displeased, remember. Ya yuwalladheena amanud khulu fi silmi kafa. You must enter into Islam in its entirety and so see what happens. You must remember. Normal, I speak in general. So Monday night, they will tell you that, no, we must open the presence and so forth. You know, say so we must give out. So all these things here. So the gifts like, you see. So that. Then Tuesday night, they say Monday night, you see. Then Wednesday night, they will have some jol, like, you understand? <laughs> maybe some dry or maybe some dancing, little bird, belly dancing. Thursday night, Bumoti Rachi. Oh, Yasin Khatam, and thus and thus and all that. Then Friday night, no, 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 the Molana must make the Nikah, you see, and that. So, and then Saturday night, then Saturday is the Walima. And then Saturday, Sunday night is like what that lady said there. Reception, another wedding, you see, and those things. So, what you did, just analyze it. 
You want to please Allah Ta'ala and you want to please Satan, Lucifer, Shaitan, Iblis at the same time. In Islam, they don't work. Therefore, I'm being honest about this. Therefore, you see our marriages, the divorce rate is spiraling out of control. Why? Because the foundation itself was built. You must remember on so many haram things. And then you call me, you call this one, you call that one, make dua. And we make dua, Ya Allah, give them pious children let give them understanding love so we do it you must remember thinking in good faith we don't even know 90% of the time what happened before what's happening after so we but it won't happen normally mm. you must remember that because your asas your bunyad your foundation it's already built on haram and so forth so therefore we need to be very careful you must remember that and 90% 80% what happened in the weddings, nikah, call it whatever you want to today, is just to impress people and show off and so forth. Man Allahu bihi. My own cousin, 5, 10, 20 years ago, can't even remember. I told him, Ba, don't do these things here. You don't understand? Must be five-star hotel. But they tip-top boy, you see. Mm. One year, six months, the girl is back, finished and clear. So then I asked him what happened. He said, yeah, we don't listen. So then all these things happen. But alhamdulillah, Allah, he did some good actions, whatever. Cried to Allah. Then she got married and so remarried and so forth. So sometimes we learn the hard way. You must remember these things here. Mm. Simplicity is what Islam teaches us. Mm. Allah Akbar, subhanallah. Speaking about simplicity, I see that question came again, Ustad. The one that uh, they went to Dubai and performed the daughter's nikah in Dubai and, they, and he took so many loans. So I think he's out of jail and the wife says, uh, is it okay if an alim writes a letter for him to collect maybe interest or zakat money for his debts, Ustad? Please, urgently, Ustad. Not permissible. Mm. I told you before also, it's not permissible. You'll live in your luxury house. You'll got cars. You got cell phone. You got TVs. You got mm-hmm. internet. You got just go and see in your house how many haram things you'll got and how many things are not. And now you want some Molana, some Jamiat, some organization, whatever. Please write letter that we made our daughter's nikah in Dubai, five star hotel to show off. We went to jail also, and now we're out on bail and whatever, and maybe got some smack they're also in jail and whatever happened and now you it's a haram that it's not permissible you must remember that all these fatwas that people are giving that this one can call zakat this one but look at the lifestyle of that person go look at the things he owns and so forth it's like a person going to a casino and then he got up a debts there of hundred thousand one million and so forth and now he says that give me zakat money interest money I'll go pay there the people others are going to break my legs or they're going to kill me so what are we saying no not permissible let them give you a good hiding because you deserve it let them put you in jail also you deserve it so that is what Islam says you can't be how many doors of vices will open like that so therefore Islam teaches us that we must learn and when we told you from the start you'll think no we're talking fairy tales Mm. now see the repercussions already and so forth They want to know who started the organization. One organization is giving them. So it's haram. I told you that organization there. So Jay say, Aya, we say, yeah, maybe the money came haram. So, so it's very easy come, easy go, and so forth. So. Somebody says certain alien claim that life insurance is permissible. 
especially if your wife is not a breadwinner. Is this correct, Ustad? So since when was a wife breadwinner in Islam? From Nabi Adam alayhi salam's time, right till Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu time, and from Nabi sallallahu time till day of Qiyamah, you must remember, show me one place where the Quran Sharif, the Sunnah Mubarakah says that the wife, the lady must be the breadwinner. Show me one authentic place anywhere. So remember that these type of fatwas are not worth the paper on which they are written. I told you a hundred times that poem, you know, Maybe his brother got the insurance company or he's got the insurance company or he wants some share in it and so forth. So in mansa dwat is anamansa bruat, you know. So you paid, I give you an easy example. You paid 100,000, 200,000. The insurance is 1 million. 1 million is nothing today. Mm-hmm. When you look at life insurance, they start with 5, 10, 20, 50, 100 million. So I'm just making it easy. So you paid 100,000 and the payout is 1 million. Then that person died. So you must remember the wife will get 1 million and so forth. So my question is you paid 100,000. So the 100,000 is halal that is your capital amount mm. the 900,000 for why it is 100% is gambling 100% is interest mm. all this is clearly explicitly mentioned in the noble Quran is haram surah number 2 verses 275 to 279 so when we start thinking just like the kuffar then you must remember so in Islam when a lady the girl is born the owner's responsibility is on the father to feed her and to clothe her and educate her and everything. Then when she gets married, the owner's responsibility is on the husband. Husband passes away, then the family must take care of her. If the family is not there, then the, the community must take care of her, that they must give her zakat and so forth and so on. So never will Islam allow that women must go and work and so forth and so on and so on. You just see the sexual harassment and so forth. Just now, 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 now. Before I came down, I heard, you must remember, the 11 o'clock news on BBC, because, I, you know, certain things happen. So, like the Jutlas are marching now, and there are thousands, they're busy, and they're closing this highway and that highway and all that, in Tel Aviv and this place, this place. So, we say, very good. As long as the Jutlas are fighting one another, we say, very good. You must remember that. Let them even draw blood and take blood of one another. So, we got no problem with that we say jutla give it to the other jutla how yesterday day for yesterday the one protester took the pole and he knocked one minister we said very good you should have taken two poles you understand so that's what we say so you must remember that so they got there now now 11 o'clock you just go to the website you will find it there Mm -hmm. so one lady was working at mcdonald's around place there and there somewhere and then somebody called her and he arrested her and so forth and so on so what they say no we just apologize you see sure. so that is what happens you must remember that so you sending out your ladies I give you a hundred times thousand times the same the Molana said 50 years ago you send them out in the rain and then expect them not to get wet and tell us you know they make dua for them so how is that going to happen you put butter next to the stove and expect nothing to happen if something somebody something has to melt you know so that is what's going to happen yeah Subhanallah. <laughs> Cape Town says 
Please enlighten us as to the proper behavior and procedures during a funeral. What do we do when the mayor comes to the house during the duration it is kept and when the mayor is leaving? I ask this because I have witness of the following. Zikr, Naks, Salami, etc. being read. Titi Fati, Ustad. My sister Fatima, you must remember in Kapstad, Cape Town, that the best thing you should do is everybody read individually. And the hadith is mentioned in Mustad Ahmad. The hadith is mentioned in Abu Dawood ibn Majah. And all four schools say it's permissible. Read Quran Sharif for the deceased. Iqra Yaseen ala mautakum. Read Surah Yaseen for your deceased. You read other parts, other portions of the noble Quran and so forth. All this knots and all that and salami and that is not sunnah or something to read when a person has passed away and so forth. In fact, by doing all these type of things, you're just delaying, delaying. What Habibuna Sallallahu taught us. When a person passes away in Kana Salihan, if he's a pious person, take him away quickly to a better place and so forth. So we must make a haste in the funeral prayer, Janaza prayer. And if the person is not pious, meaning that he had nifaq and hypocrisy, or he committed major, major sins and so forth and continued. So remember, get rid of him. That's the word in the hadith. So we must remember this. So therefore, what you are, you are saying there, there's not permissible all these things there. So we must ensure that we read for the deceased. Everybody read individually, make dua for him and or her, and read Quran Sharif, make dua for the deceased that the ulama say al-mawta kal-gharik al-mutaghawith that the person who passed away is like a drowning person shouting, screaming for help so that is what we must do now you start reading Naat Sharif Naat Sharif means you're praising Nabi that's very good but is this the occasion if a person wants to keep fast and they keep fast on eat day, so what you will say Fasting is very good, but the time he chose is wrong time. So you must remember that a person wants to read Salat, but you read Salat while the sun is rising or the sun is at the zenith and so forth. So what people call Zawal is Istiwa actually. So Salat is very good, but the time, the place you chose is wrong. So that is what we must understand in our deen of Islam. Let's go to Saudi Ustad. Overseas, it says, is Nikah permissible to be performed during the wild time? And what actions can be considered to be consummation of marriage? And how long after such consummation can the walima be performed? Saudi Arabia Ustad. Remember that Nikah can be done anytime, whether it's sunrise time, whether it's sunset time, whether it's istiwa when the sun is at the zenith. So that is all any time you can do. There's no such thing. It's not salat you are doing, it's performing nikah. So that is permissible anytime. If you are asking which is the best place, then the masjid is the best place. In Saudi Arabia and that normally they don't have it in a masjid, they have it in a hall and they have it in a, some places when I'm speaking generally. Or in the house they have it. So we must encourage people to have the nikah in the masjid. And you must remember the best day will be Friday and so forth. So these are the issues that you must know. Regarding walima, you're making a big mistake and misunderstanding and misconception. You don't need to get consummated for walima. Husband and wife just spend the night together and next day is walima. So that's finished. That's the best. And even same 
day you can have the walima, provided that khalwa has taken place. Husband and wife went into privacy 15-20 minutes. They kissed one another, touched one another, and so forth and so on. So then after that, the husband pays for a meal, for fruit or whatever. So that is walima, simple procedure and so forth. So you must remember, you're asking how long after that. If the lady, her menses is 10 days, and then he must consummate. By that time, it will be one week, two weeks gone already, and then you can call it walima. It's not walima. That is an ordinary da'awad, you must remember. Walima must be done after one, two days, and maximum three days, and not after that, it's not walima. So we must be clear on all these issues as well. Somebody wants to know, sir, can I take my wife out to eat in a restaurant in public, Ustad? So you must remember why you want to take her out to a restaurant and eat. You're in your hometown. So you know the restaurants today. Outside everything, beta blank. And a banakan stunk. You must remember that. So I'm asking you three questions. 90% of the time, who's preparing all these things for you? So the people who are not even Muslim, and you must remember that to the laws of Paki, na Paki, cleanliness, no cleanliness, istinja, they know all these things here. And you getting first, no, look at the acoustics here. Mm. The sound system is very nice. And look at the environment and so forth. And it's very, very nice. And then everybody can view your wife there and so forth when she's going to eat and all this. Can't people see her? So you must remember you're not a musafir, you're not a traveler, all that. And I'll tell you this much here. So you must remember, and I'll tell everybody this much, that in these restaurants, as we understand them today, not one of their food is tayyib. You must remember. Mm. Quran says, mimma fil ardi halalan one is halal, permissible. One is above that, pure, wholesome, no contamination, no adulteration, 100% pure, and so forth. You're leaving all that, and now you go there, even maybe with halal. Still, I will tell you, it's not permissible for you to go when there's no need, and so forth. And so forth. Because these halal logos are not worth the paper on which they are written. It's just a money-making gimmick. And there's no organization we got confidence in, in South Africa, in the whole world, and so forth and so on. Can you believe that in Dubai and Saudi and all that they want to start this halal business? They themselves have legalized everything. You will find alcohol everywhere in Dubai and all these places, you must remember. Saudi Arabia, everything now slowly, slowly they're legalizing, you must remember that. So how you can rely on all these tables? They'll tell you now that one sheikh, people send me there. I say that sheikh there, remember, you must ask him one question. MBS is murtad or is Muslim? Then see. They will never even allow that question to come in. And so they're all scholars for dollars, remember that. So they will tell you this is bid'ah and this is not permissible and thus promoting the Salafi school. So one day he said, this guy, he said that me, I drink beer. That's how he said it. He said, me, I drink beer. So you say, you see, if you drink one, you drink two, you don't get drunk till then it's permissible. When you start getting drunk, then it's haram. So that is how they'll treat it. So all 
nonsense you must remember <coughs> haram things they will legalize and so forth so my advice to you don't go to this place yes you're a musafir you're a traveler then it's different situation you must remember you're in a plane or you're in a different country and you're in your hometown what you want to go there and expose your wife and yourself to all this fitna and so forth look at the environment there there'll be music playing there half the women will be dressed as scantily you will be looking at them your wife even if she's dressed properly but the face and that they will be open so see all the harms and the negatives i'm showing you mm. 19 uh, minutes uh, to 12 we'll go for an interval when we come back we will continue inshallah with the bliss of marriage stay tuned marcus sahaba the voice of ahle sunnah wal jamaah marcus sahaba the voice of ahle sunnah wal jamaah when it's uh, 16 minutes uh, to 12, you are tuning in listening to The Bliss of Marriage. Somebody says, your Ustad, from India, salams to Sheikh Mufti Sahib and to the team. Please, there is a Shia boy and he wants to marry a Surti girl. And mother is saying, it's okay. There is no problem with that. Please give me the verdict. This is in India, Bombay. They are acquainted with the English language, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Before I respond to that, let me just announce the janaza again. Our brother Shabir Jina, the originally from Heidelberg, we went to school together. He passed away three o'clock in janaza salat this afternoon and the Avalon Cemetery. So inshallah, those brothers who have time come there, make dua for the deceased. And Allah ta'ala grant our brother Shabir Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la, grant his family Sabri Jamil. And this is Tayyari. We all should be prepared. Any day death can strike, remember that. What preparation have we made? And therefore, I told you a hundred times, keep on reading this verse abundantly. Surah 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 101. Tawaffani muslima wa alhiqni bisalihin. Oh, beloved Allah, let us pass away and die with Iman and Islam and unite me and unite us with the pious and devout servants. Chapter 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 101. And second one, we told you that tonight we have to scan the sky for the new moon and the crescent and so forth. If it's sighted, it will usher in, you must remember, the month of Muharram and the new year, 1445. And if it's not sighted, then tonight, tomorrow will be the 30th and tomorrow night, Wednesday night, will be the first of Muharram. So let us make a concerted effort at least. Remember the first thing here is the Shias are kuffar. How can they be Muslim when they are cursing Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu an, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an, Sayyidina Usman radiallahu an, our mother Siddiqa, Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu an, Sayyidina Hafsa radiallahu an, the honorable wives of Nabi alayhi And not only them, they say 90%, 95% of Sahaba, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, became murtad and left Islam and so forth. One. Second one is this, that Khomeini writes in Tawdih Masail, you can make muta for one hour and so forth. I have the book, you must remember that. So, therefore, we say when we take Khomeini's name and that, La'anahullah. That is what Nabi taught us. In his book, Kashful Asrar, and that he writes, that Sayyidina Umar and Amanan Muslim, Allah forbid. So, remember that when you see those people cursing, swearing, reviling, my companion 
students, my students, Fakulu, then say, La'anatullahi ala sharrikum. Allah's curse is on you. So your mother saying, your father saying, this one saying it's okay. There's no okay business. You must remember that if he's a male and he wants to marry your daughter, he will make muta, he will use her for one week, one month, six months, and then throw her away. How many incidents we know like this and so forth. And if it is, you must remember the girl is a Shia and so forth. So even if they say, no, 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 we don't do these things here, they have a thing called taqiyya. Taqiyya is holy hypocrisy of theirs. So they will teach their children to curse Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Usman, Azad Aisha, and so forth. So totally haram and not permissible. So jahabi ho, Bombay me ho, ke India ki kisi or jaga me ho, aap ke liye kisi larke ya larki jo ke shia ho, unse nikah karna bilkul haram hai aur jaiz nahi hai. Somebody says, my father-in-law is a horrible man. He picks and chooses his sons. I'm his daughter-in-law, and I do cooking at times for them. But the other daughter-in-law do nothing, but he sides her because he likes that son and not us, Muftisab. Do these parents who are unfair, do they get punished? And how must we live with them, Ustad? So remember this, we told you, hundred times we told you this, in this day and this age, I'm reiterating, re-emphasizing that point. Because sometimes people will twist my words to suit their agenda. So you get all these mischief makers. We say, Rabbin Surni Alal Qawmil Mufsideen. We say, Ya Muntaqimu. Ya Allah, you deal with them. Finish. And it happens like that with Allah's help. So, <clears throat> so I told you from day one. When you're going to get married and so forth. So say you're going to stay separate and so forth and so on. Second one, if you have to live there with your mother-in-law, father-in-law, because he's the oldest son and that, then obviously that he has to take care of his mother and parents and so forth. So, and you are living there. Then the most important thing is this. You must ask yourself, for who are you doing it? If you're doing it for all my Allah's sake, then finish, you continue with it. Why must you worry what he says or she says? Father-in-law said this, mother-in-law said this. Ikhlas, sincerity means this. Imam Malik, rahimahullah, the great genius, Imam Udar al-Hijra, was writing his Mu'atta Malik. So people asked him, oh, Imam, that this one is writing, that one is writing. He said, the one who writes for the love and pleasure of Almighty Allah, Allah will let his book remain. And if they're writing for somebody else, then that book will perish. You see what happens. Majority of the books perished. And then that book, Malik, is still living. We still teach it in our darulums, in our madrasas, and so forth, and so on. So that is what you must do. It's a test of your sincerity. And you must carry on doing it for the love of Allah. And you will cement your relationship with your husband. And then if they are favoring the other daughter-in-law and so forth, you leave it. Don't worry. You must read. Ya Allah, protect me from those people who are jealous of me and so forth and so on. Give out charity every day and don't worry of these things. Yeah, you will just make your life miserable and your marriage instead of becoming positive will go into a negative remember that so that is my advice to you that these type of things just look at the positive and the good you are doing just carrying on as long as it is something permissible so <coughs> is uh, 
community of property allowed in Islamic marriage was not. It is not permissible. Remember that what is community of property? Community of property, COP, means husband and wife are partners 50-50 in profit and loss. So if that husband there, he ran up debts, you understand, with the casino or with the escort agency or in his business, one million, five million, whatever, then you also responsible half the amount and so forth. But you got nothing to do with it. So Or you went and made so much debt then he will be held responsible so that's not permissible in Islam so and your Islamic will also will not be valid because only 50% will get divided distributed the other 50% goes to the surviving spouse so will go to the wife if the husband passes away the wife passes away then that 50% automatically goes to the husband and then the second 50% that is distributed and then the surviving spouse again inherits from there so definitely not permissible so you must go there to your attorneys and lawyers and advocates and so forth and then you must say you have to draw up a new agreement and it's a little bit expensive but it's better you have it done and remember then you say ANC ANC nothing to do with a political party and so forth and it is anti-neptual contract excluding without the accrual system accrual means that whatever is the husband is the husband's whatever is yours is yours and your Islamic will will be valid in COP your Islamic will is not valid the party can say that we married in COP and they will say that this thing here about this marriage Islamically or your Islamic will and so forth will have no grounds then it will fall away so you see the ramifications consequences are very very severe and you know what Quran says when people draw up a will and so forth which is un-Islamic Surah 4 verse 14 وَمَنْ يَعْسِ اللَّهُ Whoever disobeys Almighty Allah Jalla Wala and Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam وَيَتَعَدَّ حُدُودًا You went beyond the boundaries and the limits. You increase somebody's share. You decrease somebody's share. You disown somebody. You دَخِلْهُ نَارًا خَالِدًا فِيهَا Allah dispatches them to Jahannam and the hellfire. If you take literal translation forever but because the person got Iman we say for a very very long time one day he will come out wallow from Jahannam Allah forbid and for such people is a punishment to disgrace them if you study the Quran you will find that punishment to disgrace them normally is for Kuffar but yeah it's for Muslims also because you are like now deliberately violating the laws which Almighty Allah has mentioned explicitly. So we should be very clear it's a major, major sin, not something small and unimportant as people think nowadays. Anonymous mommy says, see Muftisab, my daughter went to varsity and completed her studies in varsity. And yes, majority of her friends were boys, Muftisab, but I know my Betty better than anyone else. Now she wants to get married, but now there's a rumor from this jahil boy saying she's not a virgin. It's a total white lie, Muftisab. Now nobody wants to propose to her because of the lies they're spreading saying she's not a virgin. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, Allah's curses on these boys. Anonymous mommy, Ustad. You see, mommy, that what you are doing is what you call a knee-jerk reaction. It's an emotional statement and so forth. First of all, what business you had to send, you and your husband as parents, to send your daughter? 
Then in the same breath you say, yes, she had many uh, friends, and if you don't want to call them boyfriends, then we'll turn it the other way around, that she had many friends who were boys, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm asking you, did you do a good thing by sending your daughter there, or did she lose her shame when mm-hmm. she went there to the varsity? Every day she's talking to this boy, that boy, that boy. So the shame and the haya, and in our language, sharam, so all that is decreasing, decreasing, decreasing. He, Habibuna, that Iman, faith, and Haya, shame, modesty, morality are two partners together. And remember, when one disappears, then the other one will disappear. So now Quran Sharif states, When a calamity befalls you, it's because of your own deeds. So no sense cursing them, the boys and all of them. They may be touched her, they may be felt her, they may be did this, even if they didn't sleep with her and so forth and all these type of things. Because, you know, it's an open environment. I went to Wurz, I go to UJ, I see men and men, they kissing one another. There's a woman walking and embracing one another. And so, because that is the LGBT movement. So now all these things, you can't tell anybody anything because why? The government has allowed it, the constitution has allowed it, and South Africa was one of the first countries in Africa and that to allow all these haram actions. So you sitting at home and saying no, and pontification taking place. Mary Betty, oh, oh. Mary Betty, the Boharice. You see, my daughter, she won't do. Ben, you're living in Alice in Wonderland. So now what they are doing is that they're blocking your daughter to get married. That's not right. But for you to curse them, that is not right also. You must curse yourself. You must tell your daughter, we made the biggest mistake in sending you to university and so forth and so on. So all parties, you and your daughter and your husband must make sincere toba and cry to Allah Ta'ala. Cursing people don't mean anything. The curses will come back to you. That you saw a haram place and you paid for it and you were proud about it. Doctor Chai, Maripoiri, pharmacist Thai, Maripoiri, lawyer Thai, and now see the repercussions and all this. I myself, if you ask me, leave everybody else. Mm. If you ask me, some people ask me that they want to, you understand, propose to a girl who went to university. I'll tell them if it's my son, I'll tell him never. Don't even think of it. Mm-hmm. You understand, Ben? Mm-hmm. I don't know you. I don't know your daughter. But you know my style, that I will give you honest advice. Whether you like or you don't like, that's your business. But I myself, if I got a son, and he's interested in a girl who went to varsity two years, three years, what Allah alone knows, I'll tell him it's not, it's not, it's not even a consideration. I'll never allow it. You must remember that. So that is why, so we ourselves create the problem and then we want to curse other people. So you, both, all parties they must make sincere tawbah, cry to Allah, if we are sincere, وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلَّهُ مَخْرَجًا Allah Ta'ala is all forgiving. Allah Ta'ala knows we are weak, we commit sins and so forth. But don't justify. Yo, that's what you're doing. I know my poetry and you're justifying it and so that is 
is a big sin, is a major sin, and therefore you're paying the price of it. Say I was wrong, my daughter was wrong, and we cry to Allah. That is your starting point. Don't try and justify and pontificate the wrong you are doing. So that is totally haram and unacceptable. Allah Ta'ala accept us all, and inshallah, don't forget to scan the sky. Allah Ta'ala grant our brother Shabir Jina Jannatul Fiddos, Janazah 3 o'clock here in Lens. Allah Ta'ala grant all our marhumin Jannatul Fiddos, Amin. Salamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah